Hello, this is David Oram taking you around the world in two. England completed a 3-0 victory in the five-match ODI series with Sri Lanka to follow their 2-0 Test Series win. They move up to fifth in the ODI rankings with Australia top and West Indies in eighth but closing the gap on those above them. All the recent international matches between England and Sri Lanka carried points to decide an overall cross-format winner. And before today's only 2020, England led by 18 points to four. England next play four tests, five ODIs and a 2020 vs Pakistan, which sees the return after his conviction, ban and imprisonment for spot-fixing of Mohamed Amir. His first ball on his return to England was a no-ball, but he was batting, facing the bowling of Somerset's Josh Davey. Pakistan's women are already in the UK, and England won the ODIs 3-0, and are 1-0 up in the three-match 2020 series. Elsewhere, Afghanistan are in Scotland for two ODIs. The first was abandoned yesterday by rain, with the tourists 283 for four in the 48th over. The second match is tomorrow. Meanwhile, spare a thought for East Sussex side Lou St Michael, who lost their recent game versus Halsham after they were locked out of their own ground, and no one had the combination code for the pavilion. The visitors were awarded the full 25 points. A few birthdays and anniversaries. 25 years ago today, England's slow left armour Richard Illingworth took a wicket on debut with his first ball in tests, bowling West Indies opener and current coach Phil Simmons. I was there and I saw it, and can confirm that the ball wasn't baffling or bamboozling. Simmons simply played forward with soft hands and the spinning ball dribbled back slowly and sadly to faintly disturb the bales. Illingworth, who's now an elite international test umpire, is one of only 20 men to achieve this feat. The sole West Indian to do so was Tyrrell Johnson versus England in 1939. Birthdays this week include the 52nd today of West Indies Director of Cricket Richard Pybus. Friday will be the 49th of former Chairman of Selectors Clyde Butts. Saturday will be the 42nd of Ian Bradshaw, Man of the Match in West Indies Triumph in the 2004 Champions Trophy Final while Sunday would have been the 76th birthday of the great, late, lamented legend of Caribbean cricket broadcasting, Tony Cozier. Next Monday will be exactly ten years since the passing of Keith Walcott, brother of Sir Clyde and himself a Barbados great as a player, selector, manager, a member of the West Indies Cricket Board and the Barbados Cricket Association for some 30 years. Monday is also the 120th anniversary of the birth of Barbados umpire Edward Ward, who died in 1966 and officiated in the Bridgetown Test of 1935 versus England. That match was played on a surface made treacherous by rain and has a bizarre scorecard which reads West Indies 102 all out, England 81 for 7 declared, West Indies 51 for 6 declared and England 75 for 6 to win by 4 wickets. West Indies came back, though, to win the second and fourth tests to take the series 2-1, their first ever series victory. And finally, Sunday will be the 40th birthday of former New Zealand seamer Ian O'Brien. He played 36 times for his country between 2005 and 2009, picking up 93 wickets at 32.6. Post-playing, he's been a popular writer, commentator and broadcaster. But did you know that away from the game he's diversified? He wrote a book for children called Pirates Don't Play Cricket and marketed his own design of men's supporting underwear which aimed to provide compression and comfort and were described by one wearer as being a chauffeur for your googlies. The garments were called O-1-O gear. 
I'll let you work that one out. Until next time, this has been Around the World in Two with David Oram.